you know how disturbing it is that you can compartmentalize to such a degree that you can abuse me while eating mac and cheese? I ordered my hot sauce an hour ago. Okay, so the movie that we're going to be talking about mm -hmm. is, uh, well, actually, how you doing, Will? I'm good, thank you. Yeah. How about you? I'm, I'm, I'm good. I'm, I think I'm left uh, a little lost after this movie in some ways. Not feeling euphoric? No, no. Okay. That's a thousand dollars. How do you think this movie left you afterwards? Um satisfied i think i was satisfied which mm -hmm. i think um probably a lot of people will not feel satisfied because uh -huh. it's very much a uh it, it, uh, not to give away the ending this early in the review but it's not a um cathartic movie you could say it doesn't have a uh it's not a movie that kind of builds to a happy resolution. Uh, resolution uh be it happy or not happy you know uh -huh. it kind of just uh it's not that kind of movie uh, but I was fine with that because that's not the point of the movie, I uh -huh. think. And um, but so yeah, the movie left me pretty satisfied. Uh -huh. would, you, would you feel differently? Yeah. Um. Obviously, from what Will's way saying, you know, if you can discern that, you know, there's there's not a a resolution, good or bad. And this is also one of the ones where I'm like, I do not want to know what happens to these characters after the credits roll. I don't. Oh yeah. Be, like um. The things that happen in this movie, <laughs> I barely wanted to be a part of, you know? Mm -hmm. It's like, mm -hmm. this is, in some ways, uh, while it's a reality, it's a nightmare in in some ways, you know? And it's just like, whether these people are going to be sticking it out, or they're going to be breaking it off, I don't want to know. I don't want to be a part of this anymore. Uh, although, like, you know, don't get me wrong, I did love this movie. I really did. Um, yeah, yeah. What other movie have you watched recently where it was like, oh, that um, uh, Pieces of a Woman movie, yeah. where it's kind of a similar experience where you're going, you're living through, you could say, these horrible um, experiences, this horrible time with a couple of people that you kind of grow to like, I, mm -hmm. I could say, or like they're, they have, they're nice people, they're average people, you could say. Are you saying both films? Yes. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. Um, and, uh, but you kind of have to, uh, experience this horrible thing with them. Um, and, um, you know, in this movie, it's a, uh, it's a couple, a young couple mm -hmm. who, uh, are going through a fight. They're having, uh, kind of the worst night in their relationship where, uh, they have a very climactic and, um, it's, tell all yeah it's, yeah they're opening up their hearts and they are getting into it uh in such a i i, I don't know I've, I've never seen a movie like this where basically it is it's almost a two-hour fight between yeah, yeah. a couple and uh i liked it for that i liked that it was something i've never seen before mm. yeah and, and as well um they're not just opening up their hearts they're like gouging at each other's mm -hmm. um which is something to watch but another movie i've seen is uh before midnight it's part of that before sunset and all that trilogy mm -hmm. um and that movie focuses 
on a fight as well okay. for a good portion of the film. And it's a it's a realistic fight that has um, peaks and tropes, you know? Yeah. It's like, it, it's more of a natural fight, you know? They go up, the, the, they start with like sexy time and then they get into a fight mm. and they kind of work their way back to sexy time and they get back and fight, you know? Mm, yeah. And this film did that as well. It didn't often, I don't know, I'm trying to think of uh, if it broke realism at certain points, you know, like okay. it definitely plays up some stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, but it, it is a pretty realistic, like it's not, it's not a fight continuously. There's moments of peace, mm-hmm. moments of gratification, love and stuff like that. But oh my monologues, this yeah. holy, like long monologues. I had trouble doing that intro, <laughs> you know, <laughs> yeah, and yeah. they can do like, I swear, 10 minutes at a time. Uh huh. What? Um. Any. Any whom. Uh. Trailer of this film. Did you think it would? What do you think of it compared to the actual event? Um. Like. Uh. Did. Did. I, was I. Um. Hyped up by the trailer and then let down by the actual product that you're asking. I'm saying more. Uh. What did you think it was going into it? Okay. And then what it, was it to you? I. Th- I. I think it kind of was what I expected. Honestly. Okay. Um. It definitely had surprises in it, mm-hmm. um, not not major ones, um, but it, you know it kept me engaged mm-hmm. because uh, I wasn't I wasn't bored, yeah, you know, which is saying a lot for uh, a one location, two character, non action you know movie. Oh yeah, I was still engaged with the whole thing, which mm-hmm. is a lot. Um, no, I I think I, I didn't expect it to. Um, well, I. I I didn't actually know really what to expect because the the trailers were pretty vague, mm-hmm. um, and, and and in that way, I guess you know, uh, it was um, I don't know. Me turn. Yeah, I think uh, yeah. The, there was like almost a little bit of misdirection in it uh, to me. Number one, just with looking at the trailer, I I didn't know for certain that this was going to be a one night event, like. I definitely was like, this may just be a straight, like, linear two hours, you know, no no skipping. But I was like, oh, maybe they're going to skip around, like, go mm-hmm. to another night. You know, this is going to be right. a longer thing. But nope. One night, we're here. Uh, sit down. Enjoy the ride. And uh, as well, I think that mostly you just hear Zendaya speak for the trailer. Like, I don't okay. remember, like, any lines from John David Washington other than, like, you know, you're crazy, but I love you. And Marie. Yeah, Marie. In that trailer, I really didn't like that line as well. It works a bit better when you see what's going on, but I was just like, "That's it. That sounds dumb." Um, but anyways, you mostly hear her talking, mostly negative things. And to me, going to this, like, I don't know. I just expected her to be more of a antagonistic character. Okay. And I think it's the opposite. Like, really, John David Washington does well, like a lot of hurt. He does. Um, I think that um, I, I didn't have that notion going into the movie that either character would be, um, mm-hmm. you know, a uh, antagonist or protagonist. Yeah. Uh, and then the movie started and I think like, you know, just off like the first 10 minutes, I kind of got the notion that, um, yeah, John David would be kind of like the bad guy. Like we're going to explore this abusive relationship uh-huh. where he is uh, just this asshole and she is the victim. Mm-hmm. And the movie went on, and I felt like there were definitely some scenes where, um, 
she came at him and was was saying some very hurtful things oh, yeah? to him. Yeah, there was at least one very memorable uh, conversation to me uh, where she did that. And um, I don't know, through the movie, and they also elaborate in their past. There's a lot of things going on in the past that mm-hmm. um, that are just kind of hinted at. Yeah, they uh, expose them really well over the course of the film. Yeah. So I think at the end of the movie, I... I think that they both had faults. Mm-hmm. If I had to choose one person that was, you know, uh, maybe... Uh, a little more over the top. A little more over the top, for sure, John David. Yeah. I, and, you know, talking about monologues, he has the one where, um, you know, I get, kind of get into spoiler, spoilers, you could say now, but, like, mm-hmm. uh, where he reacts to the first review of his movie that just came out because right. he's, a, he's a, a filmmaker, which was a surprise to me. I didn't, uh-huh. I didn't know that was going to be... A, a plot element. It's not really that important. A film of a film. How good, <laughs> right? Academy's and, gonna eat this one. Oh, exactly. Um, anyways, and and he has this just uh, over the top, um, crazy reaction to this uh, first review of his movie, where he is just ranting mm-hmm. for um, like like oh, like a couple three minutes, like of just uh, you know uninterrupted. This character just yelling about yeah. this, uh, about um, <laughs> everything that comes into his mind, and um, that I don't know. I, I think this this movie, uh, the writing in it, the dialogue uh, is sometimes very realistic and sometimes not so realistic, uh-huh. and um, that was one of the moments where I was kind of thinking. It's going on too long. He's just ranting for so long. Yeah, yeah. And uh, and that's actually a moment where I kind of got bored. I was like, okay, he's just. I don't know. He's just going ridiculous. And yeah, I, yeah. I kind of like, you know, stopped watching for a bit. Um, it was also a positive review. You know, he just yes. didn't like what they liked about his movie. Yeah. And um, so you mentioned that you had not seen anybody else's reaction to this movie yeah. online. And um, I did. And through that, I learned that um, that uh, flip out reaction to um, the movie review is it can be um seen as um basically sam levinson writings himself yeah, yeah because he made a movie um i don't know only a couple years back okay um that kind of like I, I don't know if it flopped but it, it had pretty mixed reviews mm-hmm. and um anyways um some people think that it's just him like it's actually you know the director writer yeah, venting yeah. about his experience through this character i i bet and like it makes sense. You know, you're, yeah. you're a director, you've been scorned, and you want to let people know what it feels like. Yeah. Um, Anywho, we should cover some of the basics, like director, actor. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like that. Do that. Um, so this is directed by Sam Levinson, um, who has also done Euphoria. You know, him and Zendaya looking like a little bit of a, a power couple right now, creatively. Mm-hmm. Um, do you remember who it was scored by? It was scored by Labyrinth. Uh, Labyrinth. Oh, yeah. oh, same. Okay, yeah, same, same guy from you. Euphoria. And uh, yeah, I was, I was, go- I got onto the Labyrinth again today. Something came on the gym. Okay, I was like, oh shit, this is Labyrinth. Uh-huh. And anyways, uh, really good. Um, I definitely, uh, if I can, yep. cut in. I don't remember uh, from watching Malcolm Marie much of the original music, or if there was mm, uh, any. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's mostly other great songs like yeah this. yeah uh, you know other songs uh, in the soundtrack and all those songs were fantastic <laughs> yeah which is also uh you know something that we'll probably talk about later but euphoria has that too where they they have a good original soundtrack but also they pick out really great songs uh-huh. um john david washington zendaya mm-hmm. go <laughs> that's it no 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 like um 
okay, so a couple takeaways, like John David Washington, like both these actors do such a great, great job. Mm -hmm. It is just so dialogue emotion heavy. They're really just carrying it. Um, and like John David Washington, he has some good funny moments in this. Like there's a couple laughs mm -hmm. um, and he plays a kind of relatable dude really well. You know, like at one point he's eating the, the macaroni and whatnot. And he's just like, he's yelling at her. And he's just like stopping. Just like, oh, oh. <laughs> like just enjoying. Uh -huh. um, and then the other, and like Zendaya. Um, number one, I'm really, I, I don't, you know, celebrities, I don't fall for them, mm. but I'm falling for Zendaya. She's amazing. Yeah. Um, I just, I somehow got on her Instagram today. Okay. And I was just like, man, she plays like the, she like you see in this film, they dress her up. She looks beautiful. She also makes like the the tomboy kind mm -hmm. of uh, chill girl look really attractive. Um, Zendaya is very attractive, and as well like her acting. Sometimes I don't know about you, but she has like this tone that I can almost hear in all of her roles. You know when she's like doing a certain line, and she just kind of sounds like Zendaya sounds yeah. or something, uh -huh. and for that, you know, I've kind of been like, yeah, about Zendaya. Like sometimes it just sound it sounds similar to other stuff, you know. But when she gives really heart wrenching stuff, she does amazing. Like there's, you know, a couple scenes in Euphoria that it makes me think of. It. There's a lot of this where when she's actually like breaking it down, giving it tears, mm -hmm. and or even just being quiet and doing those things, uh, really, really good. Like I think that she, um. I think she does a better job than John David Washington in this movie. Not that it's like super different. They're both like amazing, but I just really liked what she did. Yeah. I, I think uh, she is given a little more screen time than him. Um, and, uh, and she, the, she uses that screen time for sure. Mm -hmm. There is a lot of amazing acting done by her uh, in this movie. And I, I think John David has a couple times where um, he uh, really, amps it up too. Mm -hmm. he, he brings a lot of emotion uh, to this guy. And this guy is, you know, I think throughout the movie, he's often very abrasive and loud and kind of aggressive and stuff uh -huh. like that. But there's a couple moments where kind of seeping through that aggression is some pain and some, uh -huh. some sadness. And, uh, and that's all really great. Um, and I, I, you know, I, I think that there's a good chance that both of these actors might get nominated for this movie. I yeah, I would totally be down for that. Mm -hmm. Yeah, for sure, especially like Zendaya, you know, because uh, I think she really. And you mentioned um, uh, how beautiful she was in this movie. Something about uh, also like, and we can get into directing now too. The direction, like the the stylistic choice of putting it in black and white. Uh -huh. I don't know, man. Like it just added another thing. Like I'm trying to picture, you know what the house would look like and what the characters would look like if it was in color. Uh -huh. And I'm sure it'd look amazing, but it being in black and white um, really just added a different flavor to it. Uh -huh. Yeah. There's a, uh, this movie does some classical things. Like it, the beginning starts with like an opening credit crawl, you mm. know, like, and I was just like, like, I don't know why, but that's like the first frame. Uh -huh. And I was just like, oh, blown away. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mr. Levinson putting out a classic. It was, it, it definitely had a, a classic feel to it. Yeah, they're going for that. And uh, the lighting, great. Like, they step outside, sell them, and they do it at one point. And it's just like, in the center of the shot, 
is this great tree mm. and it is lit so uniquely and uh i don't know i was just looking at like yeah most of the shots are heavenly um yeah and the opening starts with uh it kind of gets into this tracking shot a good one shot everybody loves those or one take kind of thing oh i love that that and it was so cool how like there was like a rhythm to it as well because you know it i don't know how long that shot was but it was uh -huh. it was minutes long mm -hmm. and um it's just basically again john david uh ranting yeah uh and the the, the camera kind of takes turns between following what he's doing and then following what zendaya is doing uh -huh. um at, at the one point and that uh that long shot and uh and that was just so cool because it, it just had like this this almost musical rhythm to it you know like yeah john david goes around the table and then we stop and we hang out with zendaya john david comes back we go with him around the table yeah, you know yeah. it was just it was so cool how it was done they're um they're really i think what's literally going on there's like they're in orbit of each other mm. and uh at one point she steps outside for a smoke and he is still ranting and the music is on that james brown song yeah or at least starts with that james brown song. i think it is that one mm. um and uh she's having a smoke and he's just pacing around like in this rectangular kind of you know uh a table no 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 he's going around the room but i'm just thinking of like his pathway like okay it, you know the word for like his actual movement he's moving in a certain whatever um uh anyways and she's just still and it just like it follows him ranting ranting and then uh -huh. we link back up with her she's just sitting there smoking right. listening uh-huh honey yeah um and just kept going like that and he's just in orbit of her he's just like a, he's just manic mm -hmm. and she's just sitting there and like that's also the thing is like you get that the rhythm is off between these two yes uh, in the first shot when they're coming in the house you're like oh fuck she's mad yeah she she pieces for the bathroom yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah you definitely get the you immediately off her body language um get that uh something's not right and yeah. it takes him so long to figure it out you know you when, wonder if he's denying a bit if he's like fuck it it's my night and you know yeah I, maybe he's so caught up in himself yeah, i think that's it and you know um this movie has uh some interesting questions that it it poses and one of them being is is that you uh, forget about the people that are closest to you uh -huh. because you're just so used. You become accustomed to their love uh -huh. and to their presence that you, they kind of become invisible to you. And you only pay attention to the other people that, that you can gain their admiration uh -huh. or, or gain their friendship and stuff like that. And that's really I, that's such a good point. And I think it speaks to, you know, a lot of people. I think a lot of people yeah. can probably find some reality in that. Yeah. It's not like it's not about checking or people are about checking new admiration boxes instead of maintaining the ones they have. Yeah. Right. Yeah, definitely. And, you know, it, it also, um, had questions or ideas about, um, the perception perception of, of black artists within Hollywood A ton. and, and stereotypes that mm. are, uh, kind of put on them. And that's another place that I've heard controversy, some small controversy with this movie okay. is that, you know, it's, I believe it was written by Sam Levinson. Uh, a white guy? A white guy, yeah. a white director. And he's kind of uh, postulating these ideas about what it's like to be a black man mm. in, uh, in Hollywood uh, or a black director, or a black creator. And, um, and it, I think it, it can be kind of weird. It, it asks the question, like, do you have to be the same 
uh, race as someone to empathize with their position. Right? Yeah, very, very good question mm-hmm. in general. Like not not just for this movie, you know. Right, uh, and I, I yeah, and I I I assume that you know he probably asked around. You know, like he probably, I don't think he just like sat down and like. Th- this uh, is like, what I think. Yeah, yeah, or this is what I would think if I was a black man. I'm sure he talked to people, his friends, or uh, or people that he knows of that are in the business, mm-hmm. and asked them like, "What do you feel?" Like, or, you know, you know, John David Washington said, "Like, his, yeah. his stars." I'm sure that they had input. Of course, yeah, they would probably be able to verify. Like, yeah, this sounds right. This sounds mm-hmm. like something uh, I would say or a colleague of mine would say. Yeah. Um. So we might as well dive into the the very spoileries if you want sure uh do we give them a little wrap up of you know like let them know what we think do we want to give them the sniffometer oh we'll skip to the end if you want to know sniffometer you want the sniffometer reading yeah yeah yeah. Uh last last minute sorry kids yeah um okay gloves are off gloves are off Uh uh-huh we are laying naked with mr sam levinson Mr. John David Washington. Um, Do you want to get into the plot, the spoilers? Of the I plot? Guess, like I guess I, we've started to dabble. It's like the line wasn't quite defined. Sure. Um, what is there to spoil? Really, they, they you know, because it is hurtful a... things. <laughs> no, just like um, Cer- certain beats within the conversations, I suppose. I don't know. Like there was the whole the nail scissors thing, like that. Like okay, actually, what did. What had John David Watt, or what had Zendaya said, what had Marie said to Malcolm that you were like, that's hurtful? Oh, she went on about him uh, not having anything original, original to say. Thing. Yeah, and that um, uh, she could basically call him a hack and that uh-huh. uh, he'll never be the next uh, Spike, Spike Lee, Lee and whatever and just uh, just shitting on him. Okay. Uh, again, so, again, just being hurtful to your partner the, for, just for that reason. Yes. But I, like, I don't know, the attack that she did, it's like, that's, you know, it's personal, but it's also just, like, career and job-wise, where he just, he went out of his way, like, to um, the nail scissors stuff, mm-hmm. like, going at that, the drug act, and obviously she's made mistakes and stuff, but, like, going into all the other girls he's fucked and stuff yeah. like that, oh, yeah. that was so like hard to watch and she you know just watch her take it and like try not to give him anything and like man the stuff he says at the end you know when like she she stayed composed for all things like he's basically like stop saying staying composed right that smirk off face you look like a clown oh yeah man i could never imagine saying that to my partner yeah oh definitely uh yeah these these are very particular characters. John Davis is a very particular character, uh-huh. and so is Zendaya. You know, to, to be a, you know, someone in a relationship that can just take that from their partner, yeah, and and just be like, "I love you," you know, um, yeah. But um, when you talk about like those little moments of him letting through with some some pain or yeah, like, yeah. gratitude and stuff like that, like in the end, she gives him a good wrap up, kind of like, "Hey, you know, uh-huh. why can't I just get this from you?" Yeah, and like that's what a lot of this film is about is just credit and i was wondering if um a lot of what they're trying to say here between the characters and the genders if that's like a lot like if that can be expanded if this is a take on relationships in general not just these specific characters but uh-huh. you know the guy great success doesn't credit his wife who has a lot to do with his success mm-hmm. and the story itself um and yeah i was just wondering like you know you think of all the 
the moms that you know do all the work at the house, do the do the cooking, the cleaning, and the kids and stuff like that. And you know, with very successful husbands, and, and people are just like, "Ah, oh, your husband, husband does great," uh-huh. you know, and and like, well, yeah, he, with a little help, you know, <laughs> uh huh, uh huh, yeah, yeah. Um, this movie, like it, it um, there's a, there's a common, I think. Um, element throughout it of uh, of mirrors you kind of see some shots of mirrors okay uh going on and there's one really amazing one at the end uh after that kind of climactic mm. uh fight and uh it's the one shot where like there's like it seems like there's multiple mirrors so you can kind of see like bits of zendaya and bits of uh john david in it. and anyways i think maybe there's a bit of symbolism in the mirrors of, of you know your care your sorry your uh your partner mm. holding up a mirror to you uh, yeah. at some point that's, that's kind of what these People are doing to each other what Malcolm and Reed do to each other. They yeah. they keep holding a mirror to each other and be like, "Hey, look at you. This is you, yeah, yeah. and this is why you're shitty and and whatever." Uh-huh. And, and back and forth. Yes, and that's a, a relationship in many ways too. Is yeah. you know you kind of get so involved in, in the other person, but at some point you're gonna through them learn a lot about yourself. Mm-hmm. And sometimes that's stuff that you don't want to hear. Yeah, uh, because no one else called you out on it until then, and then and then it's a truth you can't ignore anymore. Yeah, and especially when it it comes from someone so intimate. I, I wrote something yeah. about that a while ago. That like your issues and your challenges should be intimate. Like you don't it, when people are on the outside circle of you. If you're on the street and you bump into a random guy, that guy's like, "Hey, you are a shitty father." You know, yeah. you're gonna be like, "Screw that guy. Uh-huh. He means nothing to me." But if your wife or your son, your ch- children mm-hmm. say that to you, it's like, okay, this can't be ignored. This is. This is the people who know me, who are a part of this. Yeah. And um, yeah, anyways, it's a very intimate affair, this movie. But I was transfixed. Like, I I was literally on the edge of my seat. And there's a lot of, you know, bigger budget, bigger action movies mm-hmm. that didn't have me on the edge of my seat. Like, you know, and I, I knew that, like, this is probably not going to end with a massacre or you know or something something crazy bloodshed but the thing is there was the scene where i thought it might yeah with a knife when she pulled up the knife yeah Yeah, and you know uh marie slash zendaya uh is acting so well in that Uh scene that i bought it like i bought that this could go down in like a freaking murder or suicide something like Uh that uh for that you know minute or whatever of dialogue um but yes you're right It, it did not go that way no but it you know you still you were in it uh-huh. and yeah in that uh yeah i didn't know as well during that that she was you know the character was acting yeah and you know when she pulls the rug out from underneath you you're like hey, you, you have the same reaction of john david washington you're like damn like and he's like why didn't you do that before <laughs> god damn it Marie. yeah yeah um yeah the way that he talks is, is very funny in this but um yeah it was uh it was interesting. It made me think a little bit different about some gender dynamics in relationships and stuff, or at least like, let me look through a window I haven't looked through. Yeah, gender dynamics or just, you know, um, the dynamics in a relationship, you know, like um, how maybe long-term relationships can kind of, they, they go through obviously ups and downs. To, yeah. and um, And it's not really said how long they've been dating, I don't think. Uh, a couple of years, like you know, like I think like forty years. Okay, somewhere yeah. there. 
but yeah, they even mentioned like this is well, Zendaya says this is probably the worst fight we ever had at one point. Yeah, uh, she says that, and um, yeah, I'm glad. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> definitely. Um, but um, uh, I do want to mention that uh, there are some special things about this from like a business perspective. This was a, a film that was, I think, written um you know and directed or or shot rather uh all within uh the quarantine like they like this was uh, this was wholly created in a in the covid world uh, uh which is pretty cool that they yeah. you know obviously like this is a very particular movie you know it's like so stripped down and small crew i imagine and, and you know uh perfect for the quarantine conditions exactly uh and then also this is uh something that i learned that um they did something interesting with this where um they the whole entire crew that worked on the movie um they got a percentage of the movie on the back end which i i just basically means that the crew is going to make more money nice uh which is pretty unique i think nowadays uh-huh. often that kind of thing is um left for you know directors or stars. actors yeah the stars mm-hmm. i think like uh that was a thing that like um uh, I learned about recently. Maybe you told me about this, about uh, in WandaVision. Uh-huh. Uh, sorry, not WandaVision, but in Endgame. Oh, yeah. Uh, how there was a post credit scene with Vision originally. Do you hear about uh, this? Yeah, I heard about it, yeah. Yeah, and uh, it originally got scrapped, and Paul Bettany was really cheesed about this because he would have gotten back end on that movie uh-huh. if he had to get that uh, scene in. Yeah, and he didn't. So anyways, he lost a, probably a good, <laughs> a good decent penny. Yeah. Uh, poor son of a bitch. Yeah, but uh, anyways, this uh, could be a you know this is a unique circumstance because it's such a small crew and all mm-hmm. that. But um, this could be a a new model for future smaller movies where the crew can actually make uh, more money off of it. Hopefully, mm-hmm. um, this is that's why a commodity that you can get with a place like Netflix. Yes, that you can't really at bigger or like that bigger companies. You know, they're like, what? We don't do that. You know, and Netflix is like, we'll play with your rules, uh-huh. You know, whatever you got, we'll do it. <laughs> um, that, that's what's really interesting about Netflix, you know, is that they, they've done a lot of new stuff and, and acquired, you know, great talent. Right. Uh, just to participate. A bit more loosey-goosey over the flicks. Yeah, yeah. They definitely seem to be a giving company. Like, there's, you know, a lot of jokes and stuff about, you know, you go to Netflix with any kind of script and they're like, darn nice! Right. What do you want? I wonder, I don't know what HBO does with the movies, but I wonder if they're kind of kicking themselves like, ah, we should have got Levinson's movie too. Uh, Because Levinson, Sam Levinson, he, oh, he makes Euphoria. He does oh, Euphoria for HBO yeah, and right. they're going to do a second season. Uh-huh. Uh, I wonder why this did not go to the, um, you know, the streaming site that already uh, has him employed. You yeah, know? yeah, you're right. Why Possibly he went to Netflix. He... You, you brought it up and maybe they said nothing. Yeah, maybe. Um, but anyways, a good foray for him. I'm just going to check to see if I have anything else before we do Smellometer. What do you you got going on? Anything? Um, I, uh, I I think this is a movie that I probably will want to rewatch mm-hmm. um, for the performances, really. Yeah. Uh, because uh, I think they were really, really good and there was some strong writing there, too. Um, as opposed to, you know, we, we mentioned Pieces of a Woman. That's one where, like, I think I got it, you know, one in one shot. <laughs> I don't want to go through that one again. Yeah, exactly. And, you know, this is, I'd say, roughly equally a pretty a comfortable experience. Um, but uh, one that I think uh, I could I could go through again. Yeah, yeah. Um, I wouldn't equate these two quite similarly. They're in the same little vein of like, oh, this isn't a particularly enjoyable experience, you know, uh-huh. but 
uh, pieces of a woman, you know, left you in pieces. Aside from like the twenty first twenty minutes, I think the uh, first twenty minutes of Piece of a Woman, I'd say these two movies mm-hmm. are roughly this, on the same level. I think Piece of a Woman, if it had just remained Mr. LaBeouf and uh, the main actress, what was her name? Do you know? Uh, Vanessa Kirby. Vanessa Kirby. If it was just them, mm-hmm. then it'd be easier. But like it, it brings in the mom. Ditches LaBeouf, does a bunch of extra stuff, and this is like, this is also more enjoyable because it's just like, you get these two from start to beginning, you're watching one kind of story oh, happen. Oh, yeah, maybe just a little more focused or narrow, uh-huh. one could argue. Uh, but yeah, I wish that I could put my name on something like this, mm. you know, like, that's how much I like this. I was like, this is, this is great. It's, it's, it's simple, effective, human, you yep. know, mm-hmm. um... Great music, great looking. It um it does something that I think um the uh the Joker movie um was accused of where it's not something you could say is wholly original. It borrows from a lot of um previous works. Uh-huh. Like you, you, you can feel elements that you've seen in other stuff, but it does it all so well in a cohesive manner that has not been seen in, in such a long time uh-huh. that I think it's still um warrants a lot of merit yeah that that seems to be a bit of a trend and i heard someone else say something similar about joker not too long ago and it's it's interesting because never back in like a little bit of the earlier 2010s was like oh the rebooting everything uh-huh. you know the new robocop got a new i can't think of anything else but i remember <laughs> it was well it was overwhelming I think every franchise ever was getting a reboot yeah, yeah exactly whereas now they're like okay yes you've heard this story before we're taking the best of a bunch of different stories, you know? And, like, yeah. you think of Joker. I hadn't seen Taxi Driver until Joker was coming out. And I was like, I better see Taxi Driver. Right. And, uh, or is, is it just Taxi? No, it's Taxi Driver. Uh, and same thing with King of Comedy. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of stuff that got on my radar because that movie was coming up, uh-huh. you know? And it's cool. It's like, whatever these guys borrowed from, maybe I'm going to be more inclined to learn and you know, see those. Right. So it does a service. I think maybe you could say, you could argue that Hollywood kind of learned its lesson where it was constantly trying to, you know, you could say years ago, it was, it was trying to uh, elicit that feeling that a lot of moviegoers have when they were kids by uh, bringing back these, uh-huh. um, you know, franchises like Star Wars, Terminator, yeah. whatever. Famous you know? property. Yeah, they would just slap that label on there and be like, here comes the next Mad Max. That's a bad example because that's actually a really great. good movie. <laughs> movie. But they'd slap on that freaking brand name on the movie and be like, come and see it. Cool uh-huh. trailer, whatever. And then it's just a hollow, horrible mess. Yeah, yeah. Um, and then maybe they've learned a lesson now. And what they're not, you know, they realize they don't need these franchises just because like this, uh, a movie. Uh, belongs to a certain franchise doesn't mean it's gonna be a good movie but you can go back and look at those movies and see why was it so good why was this you know uh film a masterpiece why did it set the bar in these ways and try to emulate that i don't know grandness Mm -hmm. what worked in that movie without actually like and have an original story at the same time um they're just kind of i think they're picking the best parts of these older movies you could say and kind of Recycling them uh-huh. for a good product today. Yeah. Enlightening a new crowd. All right. Uh, what's the smellometer? Sniff sniff zone. Uh, smells pretty good. It smells like uh, chocolate-covered strawberries. Chocolate-covered strawberries? Yeah. I think that is – I think this movie smells good, but, you know, that's like 
That's a lovely. That's a lovely. Yeah, you know, it's your it's your take. This doesn't smell uh, good in a bad way or bad in a good way. <laughs> I don't know what you're gonna say. My, I was gonna say it smells like fresh laundry, but a little too hot. You know, it's like yes, this is a pleasurable thing. Uh-huh. You know, it's like you love the smell of new laundry. But it's just, it's got a little too much heat on it. You know, when you have something in the, yeah. you know, the dryer for a little bit too long and right. it comes out and it's like, the good smell is a little bit dimmed. Yeah. You don't want to put it on because it's too hot. That's right. Yeah. Well, like, you know, sometimes, no, you do want to put on that. Ooh, ah, yeah. But th- you're talking about laundry. It's, it's even too hot to put on. Uh, yeah. But that's a physical touch. I'm talking about the smell. It's just like laundry smells better when it's not, it's at the right heat. You know, mm. but it's a little bit too hot. Which gives it that it's like, oh, it's good, but it's, you know, it's not, you know, it's not like I'm going to feel great about myself after this. That's, that's my smell. Controversial opinion. <laughs> Controversial smell. <laughs> it's a chocolate <laughs> I think, I think the fans are going to agree. Um, Mom, what do you think? <laughs> <laughs> uh, let us know if you uh, like our new smellometer. Should we say smellometer or sniffometer? I feel like sniffometers rolls with the tongue. I feel like it's going to change week to week. Truth be told. We want you guys to vote in. Uh, yeah. Smellometer or sniffometer? Let us know in the comments. Mom, uh, you have my email. Uh, you may do as you, you like. You can text me. My phone works now. Uh-huh. All right. Uh, thanks, guys.